0: Well, hey, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me once again. Uh, and it's great to have back people that have uh, been with me before to give me updates on uh, what they've been up to. Uh, my next guest is Jim Muehlhausen. He's been with us many times before. He's with a company called Half Retire, a company and a concept that he started. And, you know, the, the concept is, you know, a lot of business owners I talk to say, you know, I'm not quite ready to uh, sell my business or turn it over to someone else at this point. But I sure would like to get some of my time back. I'd like to get some of my life back. So Jim's going to tell us how to do that with the concept called half retired. Jim, well, welcome once again. Thanks so much for joining me. Absolutely great to be on the show. Hey Jim, we we've, we've talked about this concept a couple times, but for those of those listeners who may not have heard before, Um, Tell us uh, a little bit about you and your background and how you came up with the concept uh, of Half-Retire and what it's all about.
1: Yeah. So I was fortunate enough to grow up with a family business and kind of caught the bug as a kid and have owned several businesses over the year. And eventually I got into the peer consulting business or the peer round table business. And in working with business owners all across the the world, I started to see things popping up probably 10 years ago where people that should be selling their businesses were not. And I think they were not selling them for a couple of reasons. One They didn't like the idea of what I call full retirement. You know, there's only so much golf I can play. Uh, There's, you know, I'll be bored. My wife loves me, but not that much. Those type of things (laughs) were were, were what I heard. Uh, And then you had another group that couldn't afford to retire. They were making a nice income on their business. But they couldn't sell that business for enough money to fund their retirement the way that they would like to fund it. And so Mm -hmm. by basically stealing good ideas from business owners, I cobbled together a program along with IP that I had and kind of synthesized it into what we call Half Retire.
0: Yeah, and and – For most people, it conjures up a a picture that I'll still be involved in something that I built, something that I love, and something that I probably, as you mentioned, need to continue for income purposes. But that concept of half-retire means I can have a couple days off or maybe a couple weeks off or maybe uh, more than that. So uh, when most people um, first talk to you about this, what's their notion of what it would look like? What do you think they're thinking that they're looking for and what they picture it would look like for them. Yeah, so our goal for people is to work
1: two half days a week and keep their current level of income. Now, a lot of people actually want to work more than that. It kind of surprised me. I'm like, well, we can get you down to that. How come you, how come you want to work three days a week or four days a week, but you can define it however you want. I've got people that say, boy, if I could just take a Friday afternoon off and go to the movies or go to the gym, that'd be a lot better than I'm, that I'm doing now. So you can define it however you want. In fact, uh, we were talking updates a second ago and I've got a book coming out finally on the topic. Only took two years to get it written. Um, mm-hmm. And, the, the title says it all. It's half retire, keep your business, ditch the stress. And I think that that's what people want. They want to get off that grind that a business can
0: turn into. You know, a lot of business owners that we work with, Jim, are are. Uh, let's just put it out there. They're they're control freaks. They they they've built it. They they know that you know what they do works, and they might not trust delegating things to other people. How do business owners that fit that description um, tr- you know, start uh, transitioning towards uh, being able to delegate effectively and trust that things will get done? I mean, that, that's in their head. How do they do that? Well, I think it's more than that. I mean,
1: yes, we're all control freaks, and yes, we like it done the way we want it done, and there's all these impediments to delegating. But one of the things that we teach is to actually stop trying to delegate I know you're probably going, what are you talking about? Why would you stop are you delegating? <laughs> and it's right. because have you ever met a business owner that has not tried to delegate? Let's just say they're 50. They're, they're old enough. They know how to delegate. They understand what it is. It's not like they're saying, Oh my gosh, this delegation thing, never heard of that before. Perhaps I should try it. They've tried it. They've delegated what they can and it's not going to work anymore. And so until they find another way to, uh, we call it offloading. To offload that work, delegation is not the answer. I don't believe that delegation in its traditional form works for entrepreneurs. What we like to do is called unbundling because what ends up happening, if you think about an entrepreneur's day or week, they're doing 50 different things. It's this hairball, and you can't just hand off the hairball. It's got to be untangled. And that's a lot of the work that we do at Half Retires. You've got to figure out how to untangle it. So the first piece is finding what we call your Picasso work. That inside that hairball, there's a whole bunch of stuff that is very delegable, that is very easy for someone else to do, but you've got to, you've got to fractionalize it and find the pieces that someone else can, in fact, do. But the Picasso work, you know, the touching of the brush to the canvas, you know, the signing of the painting has to be done by Picasso. No one else can do that. Mm-hmm. And every business owner has that Picasso work that cannot be delegated. It is undelegable. And as soon as you come to that realization that I'm never going to get rid of this small amount of work, then right. you can figure out how to offload how to offload the rest and untangle that mess.
0: Very good. Very good. So it takes a lot of that takes a lot of analysis. I mean, you know, I've I've sat down with a lot of business owners and said, you know, tell me everything you do and they run out of paper. It's just when they really think about it, when they walk around for a week or a month and write down every time they do a topic, like you said, there's a lot of things that they do that they should not be doing. Uh, How much can they um, offload, uh, or what percentage would you say is that Picasso work of what they do now? Well, I used to call this
1: fractional delegation 98.2 delegation, figuring that the 2% was the Picasso work. And that, that would be a gold standard, right? You can, you can do that, but I'll speak for myself. When I was, before this was a refined concept, uh, I had a manufacturing company. I had about 50 people. owned it for nine years. And I was able, using a process that was a lot less sophisticated, cut my work in half three times in 18 months. Hmm. Wow. So that's 12%. That's I'm down to 12% of what I used to do, and obviously I filled the gap with a whole bunch more work. <laughs> I was younger and more energetic back then, but it, it can be done.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's a good point. So it, for for owners that say, you know, I uh, if I were to cut my work down to 12%, uh, and then my business is still running great, uh, should I be working on making my business more valuable? Uh, is that is that what I should be doing with my extra time now? Should I be um, what should I, you know, and, and if so, what should I be doing in that regard? Well, and certainly guys like you and me are going to say, yes, that's a great idea because a making it
1: run better without you does in fact make it more valuable. I, I'm sure all, all of your work and the type of work that people in the exit community do, uh, would tell you that a business that runs well without the owner is easier to sell and sells for more money than one that does not.
0: Yes, and, and also if, if they do decide to turn it over to key employees or family members, it's it's got a lot better chance of sustaining, of being sustainable, because a, a horrible percentage of businesses that transfer from one generation to the next sustain, right?
1: Uh, I'm living proof of that. You've heard the uh, shirt sleeve to shirt sleeve in three generations. Uh, I am the third generation. <laughs> it was a very nice business for the, for the first two. Uh, they did very well. I never mm-hmm. got to touch it. They, they, went and they went and sold it, uh, but the business isn't even in existence. You know, a business that made a lot of people wealthy
0: isn't even around anymore. Yeah, yeah, that, it's a very small percentage. I think it's less than 10% make it to the third generation, uh, if, if my memory serves me correctly. So do, let, let me ask you a question. Uh, how, does, how would a business owner know if they should be thinking about half-retire?
1: Well, we make the contention that it's going it to is the same as you do. That exit planning is a good thing, right? That there's no downside to doing it other than, than the work, and I'll, I'll hold the same thing up for half retire. But I think that the, the acid test is is someone feeling like they would like to cut back a little bit? You know, have they? Uh, I, I had a woman that started the program early on, and she had promised her husband that they would retire together. And when she was talking to me, that was two years prior. You know, so she's mm-hmm. like, I haven't kept my promise, and my grandkids are at that golden age. You know, they were eight to 10-ish, and I'm missing it. You know, and she had a great business, still has a great business, had a great business, but she just couldn't figure out how to carve out that time for the other things in her life. And through, uh, in her case, it was a lot of the mindset work that we do. You, know, you were talking about control freaks. Uh, that's a little bit on our mindset stuff. They're a little bit more. Uh, coming from a different place than that, but we have found that until the all, the mindsets align with half retirement, you're not going to be able to half retire.
0: Right, right. It's got to it's got to start in your head. Right.
1: You, you yeah. Have to so have so, have so a... I'll give you one for instance. We we say you can yeah. get things done the way you like them done, or you can half retire.
0: <laughs> mhm. Mhm. Okay, and you know, it, uh, all exit planning groups that I. Talk to an interview. Um, say the same thing. If if the owner doesn't have some kind of an idea what they'll do with their time, either after they sell their business or transition out or whatever you want to call it, then they're probably they're probably going to defer, not do anything because it's a lot easier to just keep doing what you do. They're used to it. It's been 30 years. You know, it's their day-to-day. It's, it's the devil they know, right? So, so that's a big part of it. And is, is, Does half-retire half help them examine that, what they'll do with that time, uh, so that they have that, that, uh, that, you know, something to go to?
1: Yeah, that's actually phase one. We call it the magnet phase. That you have to have a magnet. We want a magnetic force pulling you towards half-retirement, not it to be yet one more thing to do right? So that's along the lines of what you're talking about. And actually the mindsets are step two that I mentioned in our six step process, but yes, you need it. But I think that there's a a little bit of appeal to half retire. That isn't this massive hard turn of what am I going to do when I don't have this business anymore? You know, we always say that in half retirement, you, you can pick the work that you do. You don't have, you know, a lot of people don't like to sell for instance, but they're the best salesperson there. So now they're stuck selling, well, there's a way out of that. It's a process. There's a way out of, out of doing that. We find that Picasso work. You probably still need to do some of it, but it'll be much more palatable if you're doing 20% of what you're doing now. You know, that's, you know, we always ask people, would that bother you? And they go, heck no, losing 80% of something I don't enjoy, that's fine. It's a lot better than yeah. it was yesterday. And so that's what we're trying to do is get it down to the work you enjoy, get rid of the work that you don't enjoy, and
0: usually you enjoy your Picasso work anyway because you're good at it. Makes sense. Now, there, there are a lot of business owners out there who would say, you know, I, I don't know if that could ever work for my business because I am, you know, I am the business, and I guess that's the point in the first place. Uh, does Half Retire work for any business, Jim?
1: It depends on what you mean by work, right? If you mean, can I take a one person business and get them no additional help, whether it be a contractor or an employee, and cut their work down to two half days a week? Probably not. Can we take that business, and we have lots of people with one person businesses that are in the half retire program, and do all of the things that we're talking about to a pretty significant degree? Absolutely. But we may not be able to, you know, take someone with a 100-person company or a 500-person company that has different set of resources to play with, you know, tools in the box, if you will. Um, you know, that's going to be easier to get that down to only the work that you like, you know, two half days, et cetera.
0: Okay. So, so it's all, you know, a matter of, of what you're looking for. But in any event, um, it's a good exercise to help you claw back some of your time uh, which is what a lot of people are craving because they've been doing what they do for many, many, many years, and, uh, and start uh, uh, setting up a business that's more sustainable in any event, right? I mean, it seems like anybody who goes through the process is going to come out better no matter what the outcome. A hundred percent of the time, yes. So your, your book is now out, um, and it's called Half Retire? It will be out in May. It will be available for
1: pre-order pretty shortly here. So uh, look for it on Amazon as it, uh, as it comes out probably about a month ahead of uh, the May 15th release date. But, yes, Half Retire, keep your business, ditch the stress.
0: Love it. And uh, in any event, uh, people can find a free guide to Half Retirement at www.halfretire.com. Uh, again, that's uh, www.halfretired.com. And in your experience, uh, you've, you've been doing this for a few years now. What kind of comments do you get from people uh, a year or two years after they've uh, started the program?
1: Yeah, I got a real nice note from one of the first 10 people to go through the program, you know, three, four years ago, who said that he's now on track. Uh, The company, he's got kids in the business. So that was his goal. It's a fairly significant enterprise. And he wanted his family to have a business that, uh, you know, was transferable and didn't blow up. Like you said, he had key people that he wanted to take care of. That's another big priority that people have is, hey, these people have given me 30 years of their life. I want to take care of them and make sure their jobs are secure when I'm not as involved. And so he's spent a couple of years, uh, A, having the company buy back all the stock. He now has no investment in the company at all. We're talking about millions of dollars uh, that he's now extracted from the company. He's cut his workload to three days a week. Uh, Most importantly, this is the one I think a lot of people struggle seeing their way to, is um, he has no customer involvement. He was the face of the business. I mean, he was the man. And he has zero customer interaction, you know, two years later. And he said that he's getting it to the point where he, um, you know, d- wouldn't have to go into work if he did not want to. But then he, he wrote me an interesting note. He said, I have realized that work is part of my social life, and that I have no idea what I would do other than go to Walmart with my wife. if I did have to go to work. And so I think that he's, he's kind of picked up on the importance of that Picasso work. That work that only, that only he can do at the level he can do it and he wants to do it. And the
0: business needs him to do it. There's a lot of value in that Picasso work. Oh yeah. A ton of value. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. But there's so much of the hairball that he doesn't want to do. So, So yeah, there's only, you know, um, it takes it takes an hour if you're really intentional to walk the dog. <laughs> There's that trip to Walmart. <laughs> you know, if you play golf every day of your life, God bless you, but you'll probably go crazy. So, what what else do you do with those hours in the day? So, if you have that time back, uh, it, it, you can be very, very intentional about setting um, setting guidelines and goals for the future of the business uh if if you so desire so it, i think it's a great service that you're providing business owners and uh, i encourage all of our listeners to go check out halfretire.com and find out about it because uh you know th- so this is something if if someone wanted to start they can start from anywhere in the country you're based in uh indiana but they can they can start anywhere in the country right
1: absolutely a eh? we've got co- uh you know coaches physically in many of the markets across the country about 30 35 markets uh we have people physically there and uh, but the program is uh, if you take the course that is an online learning portal. It's a learning management system that walks you through how to have retire step by step. And then there's uh, coaching available alongside that for people that want it.
0: Well, it's a great, great concept, great notion. I really appreciate you coming back on to bring us up to date on how things have been going for you, and uh, look forward to the book coming out a little bit later this year in May two thousand twenty. And uh, again. Uh, Uh, Best of luck to you, and thanks very much for coming on, Jim. Appreciate it.
1: All right. Always good to be on, and uh, best wishes to you, Bill.
0: Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio.